about our next speaker. Her name is Anya Halama. Do not forget your worth and do not forget that your happiness comes first. Hello, 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 everyone. My name is Anya Halaman. I'm the host of Spirituality for Badass Babes. Welcome to March. It is officially March 1st. And what a freaking year already. Goodness gracious. If this is how the last two months have been, I cannot wait for the rest of the year. Just so much beauty, abundance, miracles coming into my life. And I really hope that for you as well. Mm, I'm so excited today. We have a beautiful guest as well. But before we do that, since it is the first of March, I wanted to start off with a little meditation, just center ourselves a little bit. Before we start talking about beauty and resilience, uh, social media, marketing, and all the fun things that come along with our special guest today. So um, let's begin. Let's center ourselves for a little bit. Let's take a deep breath in. Hold it. And release. Take another breath in. Hold it. And release. And a final breath in. Hold it. And release. I want you to close your eyes, sit back, feel free to put your legs on the ground, your feet on the ground, just feeling into your body, feeling into your heart, breathing in and out through your nose. I want you to imagine a beautiful golden vessel coming from the ethers, a beautiful golden light coming down through into your crown chakra clearing your mind, releasing you from this beautiful Tuesday, clearing your head, and just letting go of any thoughts. If you have anything that comes through for you, that's okay. Acknowledge it, put it away in a folder, and come back to it later. This beautiful golden light continues down into your third eye chakra, opening up your vision, your light, your connection, and everything you can see, so you can see way beyond. This beautiful light continues down into your throat chakra, clearing your throat, your communication, connecting you to your voice, connecting you to your power within. Your voice is powerful. Clearing and activating this beautiful golden light connects your voice. Moving down into your heart chakra. This beautiful golden light continues down into your heart chakra, clears and purifies your heart, your love, the love for others, your love for yourself. This beautiful golden light continues down into your solar plexus, clearing and purifying your entire body from the insides, all of your organs. And then we continue down with this golden light into your sacral chakra. We clean and purify your sacral chakra, connecting you to your power, connecting you to your femininity, and connecting you to your core. And finally, this beautiful golden light continues down into your root chakra, 
and grounds you and balances you. Now imagine this golden light continuing down into the earth, into the seat that you are sitting at, continuing down this beautiful golden light connecting you to mother nature, the earth, and all the beauty that's within you. I want you to start imagining this golden light within your third eye in front of you. It moves into a spiral ball in front of you, spinning and spinning. Now, because it is March 1st, March is lucky, we're gonna manifest. So I want you to feel into what you want to manifest this month what you want to achieve, what you want to accomplish, what goals you set for yourself for this month. Picture these visions inside of this golden ball and feel as if you have it already in your heart center. Connect to the feelings of you having it. What does it feel like? What does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? You see these images rotating in front of your face in this beautiful golden light. This light is abundant. It's full of love. All of your accomplishments can happen today. Paint that picture as beautiful as you can. Fill in all the details and feel into these feelings of what it feels like to have this within your heart. Whether it's success in your business, help around the house, success with family, better relationships, attracting more money, attracting love, whatever it is that you want for the month of March, feel into it with your heart and sit in this feeling for a minute. Now, as you're sitting in these feelings, imagine this beautiful golden orb around you. Start coming closer to your, your body and starting to surround your entire body. You are in this golden sphere. All of your manifestations are coming through. Feel the energy of this golden sphere around you. Feel the energy going through your skin, through your bloodstreams, into your soul. And really feel connected to what your manifestations are. Sit in this feeling for a minute. Now we're going to be coming out of this meditation and I'm going to count you down from five to one. Five, slowly start coming back to your reality. Start coming back into your body and feeling every part of you. Four, three, take a deep breath in. Hold it. Release. Two. 
and one, open your eyes. Feel free to stretch as needed, move any energy that's in your body, shake it off if you need to. All right, anyone who's watching or anyone watching the replay, I would love to know what you thought of this. We have some comments coming in. Manifesting positive outcomes is really important. Yes, it is. We can manifest our realities. I teach a lot about manifestation. So in the next few episodes, I'll be doing it. So relaxing. Yes, you can literally manifest anything. Situations, outcomes, opportunities. You can't really manifest people or times when things will happen because people have free will. But pretty much other than that, you can manifest anything. Thank you so much. Very beautiful. I'd love to know how you're, um, what you're feeling after. Anyone else who's on, I'd love to see it in the comments. Otherwise, we have a very special guest today that I'm super excited to introduce you to. Ah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Our guest today is Blair Kaplan of Enables. I'm so excited. Blair is incredible. Her and I have connected through um, through beautiful humans on social media and we've been watching each other's journeys watching each other grow and flourish and all these beautiful opportunities so i'm super excited to introduce you and to finally have her on as well blair is an expert in social media marketing and the president of blair kaplan communications a british-based pr agency she brings 15 years of experience to her clients including in the global wellness entertainment and lifestyle brands she's the creator of social media empowerment pillars has helped her customers grow their followers into tens of thousands in just one month can you believe that that's incredible <laughs> with integrative marketing awards and more usa today listed blair as one of the top 10 conscious female leaders to watch in 2022 and Yahoo listed Blair as one of the top 10 social media experts to watch in 2021. She's spoken on many stages and has been featured in so many different media outlets, including Forbes, amazing, CBC Radio, Entrepreneur, Thrive Global, and more. Blair is a best-selling author and her brand new forthcoming book, The Global Resilience Project, will be published this year. Blair will also be in a co-authored book series with me, so stay tuned for more info on that. She is the co-host of the Dissecting Su Success podcast, and in her free time, you can find Blair growing the Res Global Resilience Project the beautiful online community where she uses other people's stories of overcoming life and the most difficult resiliences that they have in life. So welcome, Blair. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Yay, hello, welcome. Hi. So thank, thank, you. thank you so much for having me. You, you This is such an honor. <laughs> beautiful. So let's start with the book the global resilience project what does resilience mean to you and then i'd love for you to go into your own story of resilience because you have a very powerful story on resilience and everyone needs to hear it <laughs> yeah well okay so let's start with the definition of resilience so resilience <laughs> i used to think resilience was the ability to bounce back from a difficult time but upon reflection and deep healing i realized what are you bouncing back to because when you go through a challenge, you're never the same. So resilience is bouncing forward from a difficult time. Mm, I like that. And I like that difference. Because, yeah, I used to think that bouncing back. But, yeah, where are you bouncing back to? No, you're, we're always moving forward. <laughs> yeah, you fall back, you bounce forward. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So let's start with your own resilience story. You've had so many experiences already. You've strengthened your own resilience muscle. Your father was sick. Your mother passed away. Your husband almost passed away. Like, what? what is going on? How oh did God. you overcome this? and let's share that story yeah so um, just trigger warning it's it's heavy if i you know if you, what i'm sharing triggers you a bit it's okay to walk away and come back um you know there are local supports in place most likely where you are 
to provide you the support you need. So I just want to give you that trigger warning that I'm going to talk about some really difficult stuff. So um, my father lives with addiction. And when I was young, he and my mother divorced. His addiction was really bad. He was in and out of my life, broke my heart. And then in my 20s, I, I was given the tools that allowed me to forgive him. And we started to develop this really beautiful relationship. Um, he got to walk me down the aisle. He and I did not live in the same city. So he got, you know, got to come visit me in the mountains. And I'm, I'm, I'm in Canada. So I'm in British Columbia, Canada. And I was in Vancouver and Pemberton. And now I'm in Kamloops. But he got to come out multiple times to spend time with me. And it was amazing. And I got to have a relationship with a man I never thought I would. And at the end of 2018, we learned that he was terminally ill. He was um, at the end stages of COPD. And he eventually we learned he also had lung cancer. And so I felt like I was being robbed. You know, I finally had him back in my life and now he was going to die. And I was like, that's not fair. But so what happened was we started sharing our story of forgiveness, resilience, addiction, and the journey we were on. We were sharing it to our friends um, in public forums, on the radio. And what was happening was people were reaching out, saying that our story was helping them move through their challenges, whether it was um, maybe they heard our story and got a therapist or they heard our story and they wanted to fix the relationship with a parent. And I knew we had something big there. And so my father, with his permission, agreed that we were going to do something about it and we were going to create a legacy project. And I said, you know what, dad, let's write a book. Let's gather stories of resilience and create a resource where people can share their stories of resilience because sharing your story is a way to heal and a resource for people to read when they're going through difficult challenges as a place of inspiration to help them move through it. And this will be our legacy piece. And so we started at the time it was called the I am resilient project. But like you said about manifestation, manifestation is real. And I started manifesting how resilient I really was. And so today it's called the global resilience project. The project officially launched early 2019. And so we started by collecting stories at I am resilient info. And yeah, it, it, it started off with a huge bang, we were starting, we were doing events, fundraisers for counseling assistance programs and the pandemic happened. So we canceled a lot of our events and I learned, I didn't know how to write a book. So I started, so I wrote a book, I wrote a book called pulsing through my veins, raw and real stories from an entrepreneur. I learned how to write a book so I could write a book. Is that a thing? I, I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. So I, I became a bestseller, which was amazing. And so the goal was, okay, get a book, write a book and get it out before my dad passes away. And so high level, when I started this project, my father, I learned was terminally ill. I decided to be sober. I have cut, I cut out alcohol December 31st, 2018. I've been sober mm -hmm. since the first of 2019. Um, but since then I've had a lot of tragedy. My grandfather passed away on the way home from his funeral. My husband and I got in a car accident and I got a concussion. Um, a few months later, my husband had a heart attack and quadruple bypass surgery. And um, I was told I couldn't get pregnant. We were trying to get pregnant for a while. I got pregnant naturally and ended up with a miscarriage. Three weeks later, my father-in-law passed away after a three-week battle with cancer. Three months later, my mother passed away after a three-week battle with cancer. And not even a year later, on February 18th of 2022, my father passed away. And that just happened. So in a year, in under a year, almost a full year, I lost two parents. And the book is almost done. It, it's not done yet because it's really hard to work on projects like this when you're deep in grief. And I've been in a grief sandwich, a vortex of grief. But what's happening is people are submitting stories and we have this really beautiful collection of stories that are going to be published on our website and social media and in the book. And we started a podcast called Radical Resilience. And we started it as a video series at the beginning of the pandemic. And we've just officially launched as a podcast. And we're having these really beautiful conversations where people get to share their stories of overcoming life's greatest challenges. And it's helping people. It's helping people heal who share their stories. It's helping people heal who are in the challenges. And I really feel like I am put here in this lifetime to turn my pain into purpose and to help guide people. So that's my story in a nutshell. <laughs> 
Wow, that's um, really heavy. I'm very grateful that you said trigger warning because that is very heavy. But with that, how do you bounce back from all of that? Like there's, I, I would be a complete mess within a year. Like 2020 in itself was hard enough. 2021, it was freaking difficult. 2022, it started off great. So let's hope it goes that way. Yeah, and 2022, <laughs> for me, like there's nowhere else to go but up. Like I, January 1st, I woke up with COVID. <laughs> It's fine. I really like napping and I work for myself. So I like laid in bed a lot, but, um, and I knew my dad was going to die. Like I, I knew it was going to happen. He was given a year and a half to two years over three years ago. And it's really interesting. So I didn't bounce, I don't bounce back. I bounce forward and I'm in the, I'm in mid bounce right now. Like I'm in the air, I'm in the air waiting to be grounded. And after losing my mother, because we also lost my father-in-law, we made the decision to move from Pemberton to Kamloops. So move from one mountain town to another mountain town to be closer to family. And so when I lost my mother, I did not have the tools I needed. I had some of them, but I did not have the main tools I needed to heal. Um, I had to sell my childhood home in Winnipeg. And I did not live in Winnipeg. That's the middle of Canada. I live on the West Coast. Um, we were selling our home in Pemberton. So we we're selling two homes, the two places I felt rooted. And then I ended up moving. We bought a house, but we didn't get possession of the house right away. So my husband was still working in the town we lived in. I moved in with my mother-in-law and three cats. And so she's grieving her husband and I'm grieving my mother. We were in the middle of a heat dome. In, in I don't know if anyone remembers the heat dome of 2021, but basically everywhere around me was on fire. So like thick smoke. So I couldn't really, I had nowhere to go nowhere to escape to. I like paddle boarding and hiking and biking, but you couldn't do that. I did a lot of mall walking. I went to the air conditioning <laughs> mall and I like lapped. But anyways, so right now I'm better than nothing. <laughs> I'm in there, I'm bouncing forward. But this time I have a house. My husband and I have made our house our home and I have a really great community here. Like when I got back from being gone for a month, my the front of my house was covered in posters that my neighbors and their children made. And it was so beautiful. But it's really moment by moment. It's really day by day. Like in this moment, yes, there's grief and I've layered the rest of my life around it, but it's challenging. And I'm doing some deep, deep heart opening and healing. And I was actually early February before I went to Winnipeg, I was offline and I was doing some deep heart opening work, like deep work with my healing guides. And I had a weird intuitive hit that I had to turn my phone on and message my sister. Wow. And that's when he told me about my dad's decline. And that night we both separately had nightmares that he died. And the next morning I booked a flight to my hometown. Wow. 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 So that's... 2022 has to get better. <laughs> There's nowhere else to go, but up. Exactly. So I'm bouncing up and forward. And that's beautiful that you can do that and you can share those stories now. So what are some of those ways that you work through grief, those tools that you use just to strengthen that resilience muscle and work through grief as well? Because grief could be anything. You lose a job, it could be grief. You lose a parent, you lose a partner, you lose anything, a dog even. Like there's still grief that comes into it. So how do you work through that? Um, because there's tons of people out there that are going through everything right now the world's crazy yeah so I believe we all have a resilience muscle that like is woven through our every you know every fiber of our being and that there are things you can do to strengthen this resilience muscle um you know some of the things I was doing to um some of the things I was doing was well before I kn knew that I was strengthening my resilience muscle and some of the things I started doing because I did a lot of research because I was like I don't want to feel like this anymore so choosing sobriety, best decision I ever made, because besides like being the daughter of someone who lives with addiction, who like knows that it was a slippery slope, alcohol didn't make me a better person. It increased my anxiety, didn't make me feel good. So I knew cutting out alcohol was really big. But about five or six years ago, I watched this video and it was Sean Acor. And he was talking about how if you practice gratitude every day and you practice it every day at the same time and you list three things you're grateful for from the past 24 hours, your brain gets to be rewired. It changes the neural pathways in your brain so you see the world in a more positive way. 
And I saw this as such an easy thing to do. So I opened up my phone, set my gratitude alarm, which was an alarm. I called the gratitude alarm for 9 p.m. And every single day since it's gone off and me and my husband or me and my friends or whoever I'm with, if I'm by myself, I text it to my husband or I share it on my social. We list three things we're grateful for. So that to me has been probably one of the most powerful tools and I love it. And it's just a really beautiful practice. Um, so that's one way. The other way that's really important is um, sleep. Like sleep is a non-negotiable. Like we don't need to reward, you know, hustling hard. Like our body needs rest. Our body needs sleep. You know, figure out how much you need a night, seven hours, eight hours, prioritize it. I've been out at events where I leave because I have to go to bed. I have been, um, you know, I have... I have a lot of times where I have meetings with people all over the world where I need to be like this morning, I had a 7 a.m. meeting and I knew I wanted to work out first. So I wanted to be on my Peloton for 5.30. So what does that mean? That means I had to go to bed at nine, right? And so I prioritize sleep because that is when your body really heals. Um, fueling my body. Like I am a sucker for a cookie dough blizzard, Mars bar, <laughs> milk duds. <laughs> I, I know, right? Like, try, I, I guess it's because, like, I'm not, like, escaping with alcohol or substances, but, like, I, like, the candy. Everyone's got a vice. Everyone's yeah, got I a vice. I love candy. <laughs> so, fueling my body, like, knowing that I need to wake up and drink water and, like, have healthy, like, not eating McDonald's every day and making sure I'm getting lots of vegetables and I take vitamins. Like, I know what vitamins I need because I also go to, um, you know, for acupuncture and RMT. Like, I'm very... Um, I'm very aware of what my body needs to function and I do the best I can to give myself the fuel that I need. So I have a clear head. I am so, so, so excited to announce that the doors to abundant badass university are officially opened. Yay. I'm so excited to have this university open. Finally, this is for the beautiful, beautiful abundant badasses who are ready to uplevel their business and finally step into their true power in their business and in their lives. It is for the coaches, healers, consultants, and service-based providers who are finally ready to step into consistent 10, 20, and 30K months. This is going to work out for you. This is for the person who's done all of the courses, who's done all of the freebies, who has done the long sale pages, the challenges, and nothing has been working. This is for the person who's finally ready to step into their light, finally up-level the world and create a business that lights your soul freaking on fire. This is for coaches, healers, consultants, and service-based providers who are finally ready to up-level themselves and their business. This is a 12-month spiritual business incubator. This is not a membership. This is not a course. This is not a, a membership or any um, actual coaching container. This is an incubator. It's designed for all of the implementation, the handholding, the accountability, and to give you all of the support that you need to create your business and to get you to multiple six figures and beyond. This is open for a limited time and it's for the people who are really looking to get to that next level in your business. I know you've probably been working so damn hard trying to get people to sign up for your programs and it's getting you absolutely nowhere. You're probably living in some financial fear. You don't know if you're good enough. You have some doubts creeping in, but don't worry. This is where this spiritual business incubator comes completely and utterly in, um, in alignment for you. If this is something that you've been looking for and you're looking to finally get your business off the ground, finally start living the life that you've always been meant for and start living the life that you've always deserved, please join us. I'm so excited to have these beautiful, beautiful souls inside of this incubator. You could join us at anyahalama.com forward slash abu dash apply. 
there is an application process. I will be reaching out to you personally, either myself or my teammate, Christina, and we will get you aligned, get on a call with you to make sure that it is the right incubator for you because I am having so many applications, so many people talking to me. I want to make sure that this is in the right alignment for everyone. There is so much that goes into this incubator, including a step-by-step um, business tutorials. There's a whole bunch of live classes that you get your spiritual routines, your practices. There's a membership area. You get templates, swipes, scripts included. There's a one-on-one component included. There's a weekly hot seat, a weekly um, mastermind as well as a weekly uh, business energetics call, a weekly sales call, weekly guest speakers. And you do have me one-on-one monthly every single time. We have different topics every single week. It is absolutely stunning, and I cannot wait to have you in there. Again, join us. To join us, go to anyahalama.com forward slash abu dash apply. The link will be in the show notes as well. And I will see you inside Abundant Badass University. Um, another thing that's really important to do is get outside. Like forest bathing is a real thing. And really what it is, is like walking amongst the trees. So put your technology down. Oh, there I am forest bathing. I actually love going <laughs> into the woods and just like, or even being in nature. Like I go on my paddleboard a lot and I get inspired. I put my phone out and I write, but being amongst the trees is so healthy for you. Right. And being in the forest and paying attention. In fact, at the beginning of the pandemic, I started bird watching. And it's funny, the chapter that um, I'm writing that, you know, I'm in the book with you, Anya, is it starts off by, I never thought I'd be 36, sober, childless, and bird watching, but here I am. Because <laughs> it's true. Like, I, this is not the life I imagined. I thought I'd be like a wine drinking soccer mom, not like identifying what birds like are here at certain times of the year. So it's, but getting outside and like now I'm learning to identify trees because the house we are, we just bought has a lot of different trees, like a ginkgo biloba and like an 80 year old cherry tree. And like all these things I didn't know about, like, why would I know about birds and trees? It's because I was too busy being hungover and like trying to find the best party. But now I just have this deep appreciation, but um, mother, mother nature, planet earth has so much to give and being amongst it is so healthy for you, whether it's five minutes on your lunch break or sticking your head out the window if you're in quarantine and getting that fresh air or filling your apartment with plants, you need to be surrounded by nature. And then writing. I've always been a writer. Writing is so healing. So I think one of the biggest things besides practicing gratitude is sharing your story. You're not ready to get on like a global you know, television show. That's fine. Get a journal, get a therapist. Therapists are here to help us. There is nothing wrong with a therapist. I have a grief counselor, psychologist, a therapist, healing guides, Google. <laughs> you have it all. And my sister is a therapist. She's a social worker. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. But also, like, share your story. And right now, it is not too late to submit a story to the Global Resilience Project um, to be in the first book. You're not going to make it in the first book. But if we get enough stories, I'll keep putting books out because this is for you. This is for everyone out there who has a story to share. And we really just need to be there to support one another. But maybe all this seems too grand and you're like, well, like I've never told anyone my story and I'm not ready for therapy or I don't want to admit that I need one. Write it out, like open a journal, open your phone and just write out your thoughts. Like I've gotten into a practice where I meditate every morning and I journal because I have to, I have to clear those feelings. Like, look what I just went through. I lost like four, three out of four parents, like my mother-in-law is still alive. My, I had a miscarriage. I was, you know, I was planning on being a mom. We decided after my mom died, I'm not, we're not going to have kids. Like the idea of being a mom died with my mom. You know, there's so much going on. And by writing, I process. And by writing, I sometimes have great social media content and marketing content because everything I do in my personal life impacts my business. I'm a social media marketing expert and mentor. I'm an entrepreneur. I have been since I was a child and everything I do in my life impacts my business and everything I do in my business impacts my life. And so write it out. And you know what, if you're listening to this and you're like, this all seems really overwhelming, that's okay. It, it is. Life is overwhelming. I'm just letting you know the things that you can do. If this all seems like too much, you know, stick your head out the window and smell some fresh air, set your phone alarm for 9 p.m., and just be grateful. Wow, wow, wow. I 
goodness gracious, baffled with everything. <laughs> the gratitude thing. Let's start with that. Um, I think it's so important to be grateful. I tell my clients that start every day with gratitude. You can do it at the end of the night, like Blair was saying, and write things that you're grateful for for that particular day, or write gratitude, 10 things you're grateful for. But what I tell people is like why you're grateful for them actually sit into the feeling of why you're grateful. So you're not just saying, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for yeah. this water bottle. Like, yeah, I'm grateful for this wall. <laughs> so you're actually, why are you grateful for this? I'm grateful for these headphones. I could be on speakerphone right now. I'm having a beautiful meeting. It's I'm grateful for this water. It nourishes my body. Receive it. Be grateful for the water. That's so beautiful. Sleep is definitely important. I totally get it. <laughs> I've had insomnia for all of my 20s. So so now any any chance that I get to sleep and, and naps, naps are my absolute freaking favorite. I love that. <laughs> and nourishing your body. Yeah. Just really figuring out what works for you because what works for Blair is not what works for me is not what works for someone else. Figure out what really works for your body, what works with yourself and, and start adding it into your life. And maybe for you, you need to drink more water. Maybe for someone else, you need to eat more greens. Maybe for someone else, you can eat that piece of chocolate and actually really enjoy it. And that's okay too. Oh Figure yeah. What works for you. And it's oh, okay. I just want to just jump in. Pretty sure I'm lactose intolerant. So <laughs> I know what I'm getting myself into when I order a blizzard. <laughs> but like it tastes good. So it's okay. And that's okay. You need it in that moment and yeah. honor that moment for yourself. If you're feeling like crap, I haven't had a piece of chocolate in 15 days. Like I really need some chocolate. That's okay. Be gentle with yourself because we are our own worst critics and we beat ourselves up all the time. Like if you're on a strict diet and all of a sudden you're like, I need to cut out all the sugar in my life. Like, of course you're going to rebound and want more chocolate later, <laughs> want more sugar. Have that grace with yourself. That is part of the process as well. Having grace with yourself, forgiving yourself. It's okay that these things happen. You cannot be mad at yourself or anyone else because everything in the world that happens happens for you, no matter what. You might not think it at the moment, but it definitely does. So sitting in that heart center, sitting in that inner being of yourself and allowing that grace to come through. It's beautiful. Thank you so much, Blake, for sharing all of that. You did mention that people can still submit stories. How can people submit stories? Yeah. So, I mean, we, so we're, I call myself a project myself. <laughs> I call us a project because I don't know where it's going. The goal is to write and publish a book, which is the first book is almost done. But I believe every story deserves to get told. So every story that comes through, I am resilient.info. There's an option to submit your story. Um, yep, there we are. <laughs> I'm resilient.info. <laughs> um, you go to the submit your story option and you submit your story there. And, um, you know, if we do get an influx of stories, I'll publish what? another book. And, you know, <laughs> I know what's going to happen. And I, you know, this book has been a haul, but it's interesting because, it, you know, it used to be the I Am Resilient Project. Now it's the Global Resilience Project. Um, now that I'm not so much manifesting like to the universe to, to, for me to prove how resilient I am, I'm excited to see like the life that this project takes on. And then if you, you know, if you are listening to this, you're like, you know what? I don't really want to write, write a story, but I want to be a guest on Radical Resilience. Shoot me an email. My email is on the website. You can reach out to me there. And I'd love to give you a platform to tell your story. Mm, that's beautiful. I love that you open up this space for so many people to share their stories. I think it's so powerful and so important for us to be sharing our stories. And I tell my 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 clients this all the time. I'm like, heal first. So you're able to share that story publicly, whatever publicly means to you. It could be solo alone in a Facebook group with your mom watching, or it could be on a stage with thousands of people, mm -hmm. but you do need to do that inner work, that healing before you're able to speak about it. And that healing, again, going back to gratitude, meditating, healing, like practicing self-love yeah. as well. There's so many different healing modalities that you can do, but before you like fully share it up, oh, beautiful. Um, do you have any tips, tricks, or resources where people can get started if, they, if they're going through grief, they're going through their own, trying to strengthen their own resilience muscles, where can they go? Well, actually, besides all of the stories that are on our website, we have a blog. And my sister is part of the project. 
she's a social worker. So she comes from a background with like not just human experience, but trained experience. So we have tons of um, resources and information on our website, which is the IamResilient.info. And then once our book does come out, there's actually a resource section there as well. Beautiful. So everyone, no matter where you are in the world, wherever you're watching this from, there will be resources available for you because I believe everyone needs resources, needs an outlet to share their own stories and also to, to heal, heal internally. Sharing is healing. Coming together as groups is healing. Mm. What advice do you have for someone who's finding themselves in really tough situations and really tough circumstances right now? Because again, the world's freaking crazy and everyone is going through something. <laughs> everyone is. Yeah. I mean, I think my advice to you is just really know that you will get through it. At times, a minute feels like an hour and an hour feels like a day. Just put one foot in front of the other and do what you need to do to survive and get through it and know that you will be okay. It's okay to not be okay, but you will eventually get through that really difficult time and reach out for help. You do not have to go through it alone. Mm, that's beautiful. Yes, you do not have to go through anything alone. This is why we create these resources for everyone. We just got to do a little digging, a little research, go on Google, go, go to your local library. I'm sure they have tons of them, like looking up therapists, looking up healers. There's tons of resources out there, but you do not have to do this alone. Beautiful. Uh, does anyone have any questions for Blair while we're on live? Because I see some people are watching. Let's see what is coming through. Thank you, Blair. Someone's telling you thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Beautiful. You know, yeah, I, any think, I think this space is some a space where people need to be vulnerable and we, I mean, I'm a child of the 80s. I'm a vintage millennial. We growing up were not really taught to share as much as I share. And I know it makes some people uncomfortable in the older generations. But I think what you need to do is like not pretend you're okay when you're not, right? And it's okay to not be okay. We're not all perfect. Like I'm pretty sure as a kid, I was depressed and my teacher even called my mom in because I was writing depressing poetry and submitting it. And the teachers called my mom in and they're like, we think Blair's depressed. And she's like, nah, she's fine. And that was the end of that. But my diary entries, terrible spelling, still have a bad spelling. I'm still really like, I'm not. Spelling. This is why we have editors. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not a copy editor. I'm a writer. So the stuff that's like, there's a whole entry about how like, I think I have depression because the teacher called my mom in. Is that who I am? Blair Kaplan, the depressed girl? We'll never know. <laughs> and like, imagine if I would have got that help as a child. Life right? would be very different. Yeah. So I think also like, yeah, I just think it's really important to like, listen to your body and your mind. Like if you're questioning something, explore it. Yeah. And if for any parents watching, definitely, if your child is coming up to you, and you're noticing these signs, definitely get them the help that's needed. It's okay. Like, teach them from a young age that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to seek love. All of that is okay. We need to start accepting it and start allowing that love to come through as well. Like even bringing them to school and their teachers teaching them whatever, just allowing that space to come through. Um, beautiful, beautiful. I, um, during COVID, I had a, a similar story. I was working with a client and they, they lost everything during COVID. They could barely pay me. Um, I worked pro bono for a while because I just felt so bad I wanted to help these people and some of them like came back and bounce, bounced forward like you said it's so yeah. beautifully bounced forward so beautifully they could start a new business has created this beautiful life and when a lot of people look at that you're like what happened you lost everything how did you do that it's because I was able to share that story and be vulnerable and allow this to come through. I was vulnerable. I lost everything, shared it with the world. More blessings started coming to them because we need to share these stories. It's, it's beautiful. You heal the world by sharing your own story. <laughs> exactly. And like, just want to say like sharing is not for everyone. It is totally okay. If you don't want to be as public as we are with our stories. And that's okay too. just know that you do have a story. 
And it's okay. Everyone has a story. There's no such thing as perfect, right? Like in hindsight, as I got older, like I look back at families I thought that were maybe perfect. I'm like, oh, that's not right. (laughs) No one's perfect. It's funny. I was playing a game, like one of those drinking games this past weekend. And one of the questions was like, what relationship do you look up to? I'm like, hmm movies maybe there's literally no perfect relationship (laughs) like this is a silly question (laughs) yeah it's funny I used to always want the Danny Tanner dad like I wanted a dad like Danny Tanner from Full House and I got my dad and then just I had to accept it I had to accept it like I couldn't change him and as soon as I accepted him our relationship blossomed but it's funny because it's like now it's like did I want the Danny Tanner dad like the mom died (laughs) not really yeah but now (laughs) I really, yeah, <laughs> now I have, but now it's, now I'm in this new place. Like literally only a couple weeks ago, I lost my, my dad and my dad was never like a parent figure in the sense of like, dad, what advice do you have? Like, he was more like a friend, but he was still my dad. And he had a lot of really beautiful business advice because he was an entrepreneur. But now it's like, I'm 36. I lost two parents who were both in their sixties what is this new life? And I'm doing this integration because I was doing this heart opening healing. And instead of integrating by the ocean and journaling for a couple of days, like I planned, I got on an airplane and sat beside my dad for two weeks while he died. And so now I'm integrating into this new version of life and this new version of me. So what, what, what's in store? I don't know, but I'm 2.0 version. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, I, it's beautiful that you were able to heal that relationship with your father before he passed. Like you saw him in a completely new light that if you didn't heal that, you would still be angry with him. So that's so beautiful. Like yeah. at his end days, you were able to do that and, and recover that relationship and, and have beautiful memories with him again. That's, that's so beautiful. I, I had a similar story with my dad. My dad was not not a good father, but, and I hated him for a long time. Like I say hate. So like, I really hate saying the word hate because I don't hate much, but I hated him for a while. I didn't talk to him for five years. And once I did that healing, once I forgave him similar, we have, it's not the relationship I would ever, I want, I wanted to get better. I wanted to blossom even more, but it's so much better than what it was. We actually were on talking terms. We call each other, we catch up. Like it's much more beautiful. It's peaceful. And and that's happens from doing that internal work and forgiveness. Forgiveness is so important as well. Sometimes we forget to forget to forgive others, forget to forgive ourselves, forget to forgive everyone. You're like, I'm just so angry all the time. But that forgiveness, opening up that heart center, like Blair was saying, and forgiving and having love flow through for you, that's the beautiful part. So we all need to practice forgiveness as well. Ah, Beautiful. Blair, do you have any final tips, tricks um, on strengthening your resilience, on grief, on anything, how to be a spiritual badass, whatever? (laughs) You know what? We didn't really talk too much about grief because... I've been in it for so long and I, it's like, I was just kind of coming out of it after my mom died when my dad died. But I can tell you as someone who's lived deep in grief for like over a year, you really need to be kind to yourself and you need to be honest with the people in your life about what you're you know feeling. I've my whole, like I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a social media marketing expert and mentor. I'm in charge of my own income and I had to push a bunch of projects. And I was honest. I was just like, you know, I can't, you know, like I sacrificed income. I sacrificed that because I wasn't going to pretend I was okay and do shitty work. I was going to let them know what was happening and be present with my family. So with grief, I think a lot of people just shove it down and try to go about their life. But it's going to come back. It's going to manifest in a really unpleasant way at some point in your future. So you need to actually take the time and grieve and know that your grieving and your pain will always be there. You'll start to be able to live your life in a certain way where you're layering everything else around it. Like I think about my mom and now my dad almost every single day. Um, in fact, that notification, <laughs> me, my aunt and sister are working on my dad's obituary. Like, you know, I've, I've had to buy, I had tombstone shopping for my mom and now I have to tombstone shop or is it called a headstone? That's less group. Yeah. Headstone shop. (laughs) You know, I was like online shopping for a headstone. I was like, this is just like the weirdest thing. And I think it's also like, 
you have to go through it and you can't ignore it and you need to live it. But I also think there's always like little quirks and silver linings amongst everything. Um, I am Jewish. I like to say I'm a woo-woo Jew. Like I believe in all the things. Like I love to manifest, but I was raised Jewish. And with our culture, when someone passes away, the, their body is buried right away. It's, a, you know, a very traditional. And then you do this thing called Shiva where you're with the family and you sit and you mourn and people feed you. But it's actually really beautiful because everyone gets together and people stop over and share stories. And it's really beautiful because I just had an uninterrupted week with my entire dad's side. And I can't tell you the last time we've done that. And so finding the beauty in the moment. So my mom's name is Sharon. And so she has a Hebrew anniversary of her death and then an English date. February 23rd is her English date and Adar 11, which is like the Hebrew moon calendar. And on Adar 11 was a day my dad started to decline. And we had all this stuff planned with our family to honor my mom. And it was so weird because we we're sitting with my dad and the nurse comes in and the nurse's name was Sharon. And I think that's a synchronicity, like a nurse named Sharon taking care of my dad. on the island. I got chills. Really? <laughs> and so like, I, I mean, I'm someone who like, there's no coincidences in life and something similar happened. I know we're coming to sh the shortness of time, but like my Zeta, my grandpa passed away and in Yiddish grandpa is Zeta. And so my Zeta Jack passed away, but I never had a chance to fully grieve him because on the way home from his funeral, I got in a car accident, got a concussion, had to travel for work. Got back, Shane had a heart attack. My husband, Shane, had a heart attack, quadruple bypass surgery. Anyways, he was in surgery and I didn't hear anything and it was taking longer than it should have. And I didn't talk to anyone for hours, but I felt really calm. I felt like I was being comforted, but like I was alone for hours. And I'm sitting in this room. I don't know how I got there. Like I all of a sudden was in the cafeteria and I wandered through the walls, the walls, not the walls, the halls of this like really old hospital in Vancouver and ended up in this waiting room and it was the right spot. I don't know how I got there. And in came this lady. She was freaking out. Her husband was rushed in for surgery and he had like a massive heart attack on the table of an angio. Anyways, freaking out. I calmed her down. We talked for like 15, 20 minutes. And I said, what's your name? And she says, oh, it's Zeta. That's what goosebumps. <laughs> There's chills again. You know, oh things like God. this happen to me all the time. And I'm in the middle, or I guess I'm at the beginning of a spiritual awakening. The signs are there. I see it. And you might not be where I am as a woo-woo Jew, but if you start looking for things that are beautiful, like, oh, the sun came out and there was a beautiful shadow, or you had a really beautiful moment holding hands, or you know, or something funny happened. Like my dad's roommate, Gary, like they were, they caused mischief together on the floor of the hospital. And like, we had some funny stories about how they would like distract the nurses. So my dad could go on his scooter downstairs to get a chocolate bar. And like Gary is 80. My dad was 66 and Gary called my dad's scooter, a motorcycle. And it was so funny. And like, there's all these things that happen. And so like, there are these moments amongst the deep, deep grief and sadness, duality exists. And I invite you when challenging times are happening, grief or not grief, you know, maybe you lose your job or like someone is sick or like life is hard, which life is hard. There's always something that you can find to smile about. Find that gratitude in every waking moment because there's always gratitude within us, around us. It could be like that shadow. It could be yeah, you a know, tree. It could be a beautiful it. bird. Like uh, we, was, we did I, it. We did it yeah. while my dad was dying like every night at nine o'clock we would do it and the night he the day he passed away he passed away at 6 48 that night at 9 p.m me and my family did our gratitude practice gratitude exists even in the darkest of times and that's the energy that we need to hone into it's a beautiful i um i often go to the forest as well like i'm a forest child <laughs> like i come out in the like, forest yeah. Meet in the middle. I love, I love the forest. <laughs> but just like being in the forest, being grateful for trees. Like every time I'm hiking, I'm in the forest. I live in Colombia at the moment and there's mountains everywhere. I go hiking all the time. And every day I go hiking, I'm just like, wow, these colors, these trees, these birds, like all this wow. Like I want to live in a constant world where I'm saying wow every birds single and day. Trees. Just, birds and trees, baby. Birds and trees. It's beautiful. Wow. Birds <laughs> and trees. I can't wait. Like, so where I am, it's just becoming spring. Like the snow is just melting. And we moved in in the fall. So the cherry tree, it's massive. It's massive. I was doing this, but you can't see my hands. And apparently my neighbors told me it turns pink, like the cherry blossoms turn pink. So I'm going to have this huge ass 
pink canopy at some point, hopefully in the next couple months. So just follow me at Blair from Blairland. I'm on Instagram. That's my Instagram. And you're just basically going to see me under a tree. <laughs> a pink oh, tree. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, I can't wait to see those. So speaking of following you, where can people follow you? Where can they find you? I know they've been running throughout the entire thing, yeah. but let's say it. Well, okay. So again, I have like, I'd say like, I am my brand and I have a lot of things going on. The Global Resilience Project is one of my products, like my community. The best way to get in touch with me is just to go to blairkaplan.ca. All of my social handles are there. A link to the Global Resilience Project is there. Um, but where am I? I mean, Blair Kaplan Venables is my full name. You can find me on LinkedIn. I love Instagram. I'm Blair from Blairland. I'm always there. I'm always posting. Um, I'm also on Twitter, Blair Kaplan PR, Facebook, Blair Kaplan Venables, or Blair Kaplan Communications. Mm, perfect. Thank you so much, Blair. This has been beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your story. The story of triumph, becoming a beautiful human, coming back into your center, finding that center, remembering who you are, remembering that joy within you, connecting to that gratitude within you. Uh, so beautiful. Everyone, please go follow Blair. Reach out to her. Reach out to her on Global Resilience Project. If you have a story to share, please reach out to her. Share that voice. Share that wisdom. And you can be changing someone's lives too. You never know. After I wrote my book, I still get emails almost every single day of people saying, thank you for writing this. Like, I really needed that. That can be you. You sharing your story. You never know who's listening, who's watching, whose life you're going to impact. Really, it's share that story of course feel from it first do the inner work first then share it and you'll be ready and you'll be changing so many lives mm. thank you so much Blair is there any final um, thank you Blair you are awesome oh, <laughs> you so I mean I was gonna do a little I mean if you go to blairkaplan.ca there's a pop-up and if you sign up for it you get a free social media checklist package oh. it has nothing to do with resilience but everything to do with resilience because it just tells you what to do when on social media, but um, at the at our web either website, if you sign up for my blairkaplan.ca list or the checklist, or you go to sign up for the Global Resilience Project email list, you'll be in the know of when the book is coming out, when the book is about to come out, and everything going on with the book. So if you're like, "Whoa, I gotta get my hands on this book," or "I gotta submit a story," it's very easy to do. It's very easy to find me. Very easy to do. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course. This has been fun. <laughs> um, I had I we didn't talk about work at all today, but that's okay. I believe um, we do have that freebie. So if we want to pull that up, if anyone wants to type it down really quickly, take a screenshot of it, or is watching and. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not. Oh, there we are. Well, it's okay. Yeah, Blair, oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> on the page and there's a pop-up. <laughs> there you go. Everyone can find it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Everyone for watching live. Everyone who's coming on, uh, uh, watching the replays. Everyone who just, just is on. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for allowing me to share this beautiful space. I am Anya Halama. You can find me at anyahalama.com. All of my info is in there as well. The link to apply to work with me is on there as well. And I will see you all next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we have a little QR code somewhere over there too. I love those QR codes. Just quick and easy. Oh, I love technology in 2022. <laughs> thank you, everyone. And I will see you next week. There you go. So, <laughs> you want to be an entrepreneur? Did you wake up one day and decide this? Or has it already been happening for years and you finally decide to succumb to it? I wanted to just be real. Like, this is who I am. I'm not like, like, I'm a klutz. I haven't, I'm surprised I haven't fell yet. Like, this, we're making like a fun promo video. Like, hey, I'm launching a book during COVID. So like, let me read to you. It's true. Being an entrepreneur is risky, but worth it. At the age of 23, at the beginning of the recession in 2008, I left my job to start my company. I was new to living in Vancouver, so I didn't have the connections that one should have when starting a public relations company, or any company. 
But I felt invincible. I couldn't find an opportunity that I wanted, so I created my own. My entrepreneurial friends, this book is for you. I was born an entrepreneur, I will die an entrepreneur, and these are just a few of my learnings. Thank you for listening to the Spirituality for Badass Babes podcast. I would greatly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart if you could support this podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. It would mean the world to me and it'll help spread the message of light and love that we are all here to share. Would you like to learn how to create magic and change your money mindset in just 10 days? Then the 10 days to money magic is just for you. In just 10 days, you'll get past all of your limiting beliefs around money and finally be able to call in unlimited abundance. To learn more, visit anyahalama.com forward slash money magic.